Hello, my dear family members. You have McGann the fangirl. Today I'm using on Finding Dory and all these pauses are so cringy, but I'd like to preface this by saying I made this video and published it within like a week of having a baby. So my brain was not all there. Yep, that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. Anyways, enjoy the theory for today. Hey, it's McGann the Disney fangirl and today I'm going to talk about Finding Dory and kind of a confusing mixed message that I wasn't really sure what to make of it at first. So if you haven't seen Finding Dory, this is going to contain a lot of spoilers, so stop it now, go watch the movie, and then you can come back and watch this video later if you want to. Please want to. Now, after seeing Finding Dory, I want to say that I really love all the new characters that they put in. Destiny and Bailey especially were just wonderful. But what I really love about the plot of Finding Dory is that it moves forward without any romantic connection or villains. I mean, even in Toy Story, we've got kind of a romantic connection between Buzz and Jesse, and then the obvious romantic connection between Woody and Bo. It's really difficult to find a lot of movies that don't have some kind of romance as the subplot or whole plot of the film, but it's even rarer to find one where there's no villain as the driving force. I can't really think of any other Pixar movie except for maybe Finding Nemo, where there's not an actual villain in the film. There's no actual threat. There's nobody causing harm. It's just a different series of events that drive everything forward. I guess you could argue that the dentist in Finding Nemo or Darla were the villains, but uh, they, they really weren't aware of what they were doing. They were just kind of, they were, and that was the driving force of it. It was because they were trying to do something or trying to be good or trying to be a kid owning a fish that doesn't know how to own a fish. But I realistically can't call them villains. And in Finding Dory, I found the same thing. It's like there's nobody in there that I could really call a villain whatsoever. But what I found curious about Finding Dory was that while it doesn't really have any villains and doesn't have any really romantic connections, which I think is great for little kids because, you know, you can exist with other people without falling in love with them. And it just happens, you know. I do wonder, though, is the movie promoting pollution? Because shortly after the movie starts, and again, this is a big spoiler, so please turn off, back out, do whatever you have to, stop this video if you haven't seen Finding Dory yet. But Dory gets trapped in one of those empty six-pack holders for uh, sodas, and it hasn't been cut up, and she ends up getting caught in it, and then she swims up to the surface, and that's where these marine biologist rescue workers snatch her up and pull the thing off of her and, and that's how she gets inside of the Marine Institute to find out more about her family and what happened to them. But the pollution and her getting trapped in it, that is the only reason why she gets scooped up for quarantine and is, and is ultimately able to find her family. Without that debris in the ocean, the whole movie stops short at Dory being outside of the Marine Institute, so why would Pixar do that having to know what a mixed message that would be sending to people about pollution in the ocean. I mean, Pixar's not stupid. They're actually extremely detail-oriented, and they think all this stuff through a lot. So why would they do that? In my opinion, that six-pack holder, it has to be a nod that Dory is in the same timeline as Wally, and so we are still slowly amping ourselves up to trashing our way out of a planet. And that's the only reason I can think of why a company like Pixar would make pollution seem like, oh, wait, is that a good thing? Because it helped Dory, actually, in the movie. And a strong indicator that Wally and Finding Dory are in the same timeline is that the voice of the computer or the ship or however you want to identify it in Wally is Sigourney Weaver. And guess who happened to be the voice of the Jewel of Morrow Bay's announcement system? 
Sigourney Weaver. And she was actually, this is Sigourney Weaver, and here's the message, blah, blah, blah. Now, it may seem like a stretch since she does identify herself as Sigourney Weaver in Finding Dory, but a company as detail-oriented and well-funded as Pixar would have no reason to use the same voice actress twice unless they meant to. So having Sigourney Weaver voice two different roles, and both of them being bodiless voices, no less, indicates to me that they want you to make a connection. And what could that connection be? Well, I think they want to give you a shake awake and realize that we, no, really, us in the audience, are on our way to a five-year space cruise if we don't get our act together soon. It seems like it's a warning. It's, it's almost an advanced warning of, hey, no, you have to pay attention. You have to see what's going on here. You have to have respect for all of our wildlife and especially our ocean life and stop dumping trash in there because where is it all going to go over time? The ocean's going to eventually fill up. We're going to have more people than we can support. And then what happens? Well, we're going to be on the axiom. Losing bone mass is not what I was intending to do with my future. So I do believe that that is our message from Pixar, that it's time to wake up, it's time to start taking care of the planet and the wildlife on the planet, and to move forward towards a nice, pretty, happy planet, not one where we weigh 600 pounds and have to fly back on a spaceship because a plant's in a boot. So if you agree, disagree, like it, hate it, leave it in the comments. And thank you for watching today. Bye. Did you survive till the end? Awesome. Now I've said this in just about every video, but please do not forget. I am also on YouTube at youtube.com slash the fangirl watches. You can also find me on Instagram at say halo goodbye. S-A-Y-H-A-L-O-G-O-O-D-B-Y-E. Yeah, not the best choice for what turned out to be a business profile, but what can I say? I don't always think things through. I say my thinking for the theories. Well, I hope you've enjoyed and we will see you next time, my dear family members.